Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, Christmas is uh, inching closer and closer. So once again, happy holidays. Hope you have a good one, your family, your friends. Hopefully Santa gives you all that you want on your list. So what are we talking about today? Where we're looking at Jock Landale. Looks like slowly but surely he's starting to get more NBA burn. Uh, what does this mean for the team? What does it mean for the big man rotation? What about Drew Eubanks? Also, we're going to give some love to DeJounte Murray and ask, should he be picking up some awards as the season continues? And obviously when it ends, you know, most improved player and perhaps an all-star bid. Huh, we'll talk about that and more. I am joined by my colleague over at Kens5.com, Tom Petrini. Tom, welcome back to Locked On Spurs. And you're, you're probably going to be flipping tables and talking smack if you don't hear DeJounte's name, at least in the mix of most improved player, right? Probably. I'm a little tired right now because, you know, it was a late game last night in Los Angeles. And uh, much later after the game, I was just awake thinking about some of the passes that he made and and overall what a game he had. You you Uh, went to bed dreaming of DeJounte, didn't you? It was a fever dream. I I woke (laughs) up and I was I had to check and make sure I was like that happened last night, right? Yeah. He had 23, 13, 12 and four. That's amazing. Huge threes, made ridiculous passes, two turnovers. That's amazing. Guys, we'll, we'll talk about him a little later. I know we got to talk about Jock, but the Dejounte Murray agenda grows stronger by the day. That it does. Funny little note, there, everybody. Uh, Tom texted me asking if we could talk about Dejounte, and he goes like, "Dejounte, he goes Dejounte agenda," and I, I, I'm old, so my first thought was like, "Huh." I didn't know what that meant, but luckily Tom helped me understand what that really meant. And yeah, it, Tom's it doesn't right. translate well over text, but you know, yeah, an, another agenda that grows stronger by the day is the Jack Landale agenda. Absolutely, and if you want to get all the latest uh, Spurs uh, takes and articles, make sure to follow Tom on Twitter at real Tom Petrini, and make sure to go to kensfive.com slash Spurs. Type into a Jack Landale. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Very good guest on Big Fun Pod. One of my favorite guys to talk to about the Spurs. (laughs) He's kind of a nerd, but I don't know. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I I try to hold back uh, the nerd talk on uh, Big Fundamental. You and me got to talk about Spider-Man when we get a second. Yeah, we can't do it here. We're going to spoil everything, you know, definitely. Yeah, but uh, yeah, make sure to follow Tom at RealTomPetrini on Twitter. And let's dive into this Jock Landau. You know, a lot of the Spurs fans were banging uh, their heads across uh, collectively their their desk. When is he going to get burned? When is he going to burn? He provides so much more than Drew Eubanks and a little bit of a different look than uh, Yaka Pertle. And lo and behold, little by little, he's getting NBA minutes. What does this mean for the big man rotation? Is this a signal that the team is going to phase out Drew Eubanks? First of all, one, I, I think it's huge, um, and and we can just have this conversation without mentioning Eubanks even, um, mm. in terms of Jock Landale, what he brings, and I guess, you know, it's it's important to know why he hasn't played more to start the year. Uh, on its face, it seems obvious. This guy uh, can ball. He's mm-hmm. a shooter. He has... I would say the most well-rounded offensive game of any uh, Spurs big man on the roster right now, healthy. Um, mm. So, you know, a lot of fans were banging the drum, and rightfully so, but a lot of it was misplaced anger where 
this guy got a concussion. You know, I, yeah. I, I think the concussion was in the preseason and then COVID. Mm-hmm. So he's had to work his way physically to be ready to do this. Uh, but he looks ready. And Absolutely. Having him in the game for the Spurs, um, it unlocks a, a different dynamic for this team offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I'm really impressed with is the defense, uh, especially in last night's game. He's he's feisty there. Uh, he's he's uh, he's got size and length, and he's he's got a little fu to his game mm-hmm. on both ends of the floor that uh, is really encouraging for me to see. Um, that's how he's going to uh, keep his minutes. That's why I think Drew Eubanks came out. There was one game where Landale was the backup center in the first half. Eubanks yeah. backup center in the second half. And I think that was primarily a defensive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, in the words of Jock Landale, he can shoot the piss out of it, mate. Yep. Uh, it's, it's fun to watch. And uh, not only was he the first you know, center off the bench for Pop last night. Um, he was also the first center off the bench in the second half. And right when he came in, you know, fresh off the bench, they run pick and pop. He rips a three. Nothing but net. Like, mm-hmm. this guy can flat out shoot it. Absolutely. Uh, look at the game uh, versus the Clippers. Perhaps one of his best games so far as a member of the San Antonio Spurs. Um he finishes with eight points, goes two for two from the three line, three for five overall from the field. Gives you a little bit of uh, some rebounds there. Five boards, one assist, and one block. Plus nine in the plus minus um, category there. So, yeah, he's definitely I'm, making an impact. And I was impressed by how quickly he got those eight points, too, because it was like three yeah, quick. Yeah. rolling dunk, three. And the dunk that he had, you know, go, go find that highlight because it's pick and roll with DeJounte. And DeJounte basically makes a jump stop, you know, eight feet from the basket and and stops and there's a little fake and Jock times it perfectly on the roll. Pocket bounce pass, dunk. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome play. Um, he, he's just got a great offensive feel and, like, you know, plays well with others, I think, is is the biggest thing. All right, so so we, we know that Jock is doing good things on the court for San Antonio. You know, had a little cup of coffee with the Austin Spurs. Uh, obviously, you know, he was heads above the rest in those two right. games. They recall him, and lo and behold, he's getting more minutes. Now, um, Drew Eubanks, talk about him now. What is this? Right. What, what do you, how do you see this moving forward, though? Is he slowly going to get, you know, further away, further down, deeper in that bench? Maybe getting spot minutes here and there, foul trouble. Maybe Jakob and you know Jock get get some fouls up. How do you see him going and his situation with San Antonio moving as the season progresses? I think that's probably what it's going to be because let's not forget that Zach Collins is yeah. also, uh, you know, Pop said you know maybe January February going to be targeting a return. So. Um, a big man rotation that has been pretty thin due to injury is about to get a lot more crowded. And, you know, unfortunately for Drew, it looks like he's going to be one of the people that gets crowded out. Um, <clears throat> this is a team that has Thad Young not playing. 
uh, loudly, um, <laughs> you know, uh, yep. and just, I, I think the thing that is going to decide um, how much he plays is how well Landell is able yep. to play, um, you know, and if, if Landell is able to, uh, continue this and especially defensively, right. That's, I, I think everybody who's around this team knows that, you know, really without the defense, you're not going to earn a spot pretty much except for rare cases. So, um, and, and especially the position you need the defense. Um, but Eubanks has struggled defensively this year. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, Landale has a bit more size. So uh, if he can really, you know, get some of this footwork down the team stuff defensively, um, he's already making some pretty good plays. Uh, it's just at this point now about doing that consistently. You want to know what made LeBron James King James? Sleep. That's right. Sleep is in his superpowers. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champ to learn how to train it. Calm can help train your brain so you sleep better, reduce your stress, and perform at your best, just like King James. LeBron's sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine. As he says, quote, Getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my mind and body. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories, Calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to calm.com slash LockedOnNBA, for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. With Calm, you have access to the nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain on leaves, and so much more, like sleep stories and meditations, so you can be ready for any challenges that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and getting themselves a 40% discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. I, I feel like it's Landale's to lose. That's what it feels yeah. like. It feels like it, it's his backup spot to lose. I mean, he has to come out and, and just really put on like some sort of crap show, you know, to lose it. I mean, it, I mean it, might have, go ahead. it might have been that way heading into the season, if not for the concussion and for the injuries. Yeah. For, for, yeah. Yeah, and 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 just the eye test. You don't you don't need uh, stats and you know advanced numbers to see that. Yeah, Landale presents something completely different and beneficial for the Spurs, and that is spreading the floor right. at his position. You know, Drew Eubanks. You know, did, wasn't he like perfect for a few games because he only took like two shots and made them both from the three line. Right, but and, you know, preseason he was shooting that more. He talked there. There was one three he made in a game recently. I, f I forget which game it was, but it was a big shot that they needed. They had a big lead. It had dwindled yeah, down that. to like four. And he got the ball in the corner and no hesitation, and it went. And, you know, he's been working on that. But, you know, that's something that he's really had to work on, where at this point in his pro career, Jock Landale, like, he's already gone through the part of his career where it was kind of on the rocks because he didn't have that shot, you know. And he's developed it 
and can do that consistently, not just in the corner, but above the break, trailing the play. Um, like you said, completely different dynamic for the team um, and providing a lot of space on the floor for guys who love driving mm-hmm. the ball, like Dejounte Murray, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, yeah. Calvin Johnson, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely uh, an added dynamic and something that uh, Zach Collins should also bring when, when he's healthy. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that up too, because, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, Pop did uh, project, you know, he was just guessing. He made it very clear to everybody in the uh, Zoom and in-person session that he's just guessing, but uh, needless to say, he will be back. And once he gets back and gets into playing shape and gets going, yeah, I mean, you're, there's Drew Eubanks thinking, oh, crap, <laughs> oh, I got this guy yeah. now who can stretch the floor just like Jock can, who, uh, yeah. Um, I know it's maybe too premature to ask this, but, you know, if you can look into your crystal ball here, Tom, do you think this is it for Drew Eubanks in San Antonio? I don't know. Um, I think he's always going to bring value um, as – a locker room guy as mm-hmm. somebody who competes and, and pushes these guys in practice and is there for spot minutes when they need a little bit of Drew Eubanks. Cause sometimes you do, uh, mm-hmm. but he's, he's definitely looked a little bit overextended in this backup center role. And mm-hmm. that's probably because he's an undrafted player undersized at his position. And, you know, in the NBA, it's, there's there's not a lot of people who are genuinely, you know, top eight rotation players, uh, you know, in that situation. And it's nothing against Drew Eubanks, who has, you know, worked his butt off to get here uh, right. in a sport that he did not grow up playing. Uh, he's, he's a pro, but he's still learning and still making mistakes out there um, while being undersized. And so... Um, I think that if he can continue to develop that three-point shot, he's going to have a future in this league. Um, but I, I do think that the center rotation for the Spurs is about to get more crowded. You, yeah. You're going to see games, though, where you know Pop gives him some more burn just because, I mean, that's, that's what I've come to expect. So um, – I, I don't think we're going to not see Drew Eubanks. I mean, he came in in garbage time yeah, he last night, and, and mm-hmm. you need garbage time centers. So uh, if if that's what Drew Eubanks' role is on this team when it's healthy, I think he'll be disappointed in that. I know how much he wants to be on the floor and contributing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you can tell. he's He really cares about this. He does. Um, and so... Um, you know, but but I, I do think that it's go it's it might already be at the point with Landale where it's very clear that you know he's yeah. a, a better option in that backup center spot for yeah you know and and we can't overlook too that Landale came into uh, San Antonio with at least uh, some sort of um, upper level experience uh, in Australia sure. playing with the Olympic team I believe he was playing professionally. Um, you know, he, over, he wasn't uh, any. He, he wasn't just playing professionally. He was. Yeah, he was balling. In, in in the one of the best professional leagues in the world, he was their finals MVP, basically. So, mm-hmm. 
you know, is he's not just like some guy from overseas. He was the exactly. guy. Exactly. Yeah, he uh, was the guy. Yeah. And and so he and he knew what the deal his his uh he did an interview um you know before he signed with any NBA team about how badly he wanted you know that NBA dream and how long he'd been waiting basically for contractual reasons beyond his control. And, um, you know, he, he said that he knew that whatever NBA team he went to, they weren't going to say, all right, Jock, we need you to go get 20 a night. Um, he, he knew what his role was going to be on any NBA team that he joined and he's playing that role to perfection for the Spurs. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's going to be, the the primary driver of the backup center minute, minutes moving forward. And and as for Thad Young, I think the Spurs are probably going to keep him on ice until they're able to find a deal for him. Yeah, I mean, another DMP for Thad. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. the sign. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely, yeah, if you want to hear more uh, talk about Thad Young, make sure to check out the Big Fundamental Podcast. Go check it out at kens5.com slash Spurs. Tom and I discussed that and a lot more. We're talking with Tom Petrini. He is with kens5.com, my colleague out there. We're talking about Jock Landale and DeJounte Murray. But quickly, before we shift to uh, DeJounte Murray, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think uh, this is Jock Landale's position, the backup spot to lose. Just look yep. at the last two games. I mean, he goes, what, four for seven from the three line? I'm sorry, for the field, excuse me. Um, that's good. You know, in limited minutes, uh, he, he goes, uh, what, uh, two for two, as we mentioned, from the three line versus the Clippers, one for one versus the Kings. Uh, obviously presents a different uh, animal, different animal for the defenses to deal with. The defense will come along. I think we saw it a, play, a little, a lot better against the Clippers. Uh, defensively, he was he was getting there. So you only hope yeah. that he projects uh, upward and better. So I'm pretty and sure. I, 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 bet uh, you know, a, I bet he's a pretty easy guy to motivate to in film. Like, yeah, I, I, bet I think so, they too. Watched yeah. the film from that game, they were like, Jock, what are you doing here? And he, he, he watched that. He took it to heart. He came out a little mad on that end. So. Hopefully he can maintain that. Is you know we t- we we joked about this on Big Fundamental about you in a in a Bulls jersey for a Demar Derozan. Would you be getting a Jock Landale jersey? Oh man, I listen. If he can carve out a role, I'm I am all about Jock Landale. This is one of my favorite signings that the Spurs made this offseason. I, I said this was because I mean, very obviously, it presented something new from from the moment that uh, he was signed, it was clear that he was going to bring something a little different to this position. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a big fan of young Jock. Uh, and, yeah, it's going down, baby. It's going to be hanging up on your wall, or you might be sporting it next time you're at a Spurs game. Uh, but speaking of – one, though. Yeah, 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 the uh, – yes, the jersey-looking one. Yeah, those are nice. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. 
Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. Uh, you know, from uh, one up-and-coming uh, player to perhaps a player who's emerged, that is DeJounte Murray, another triple-double. Death taxes and and him dropping triple-doubles. I think that's pretty much the norm now. And he does, he does it again against the Clippers, another triple-double. He got showered with praise from Paul George after the game. Uh, his teammates, um, you know, were tipping their cap to him. But... As the season rolls on, Tom, you know, it's time to start thinking about who's, you know, all-star bids and, and most improved players, you know, defensive teams. I will be shocked if DeJounte is not on least, and I'm just devil's advocate here, just on one thing, you know, a, a, a second defensive all-NBA team or first defense, something. Because this kid, my goodness, he's earned it. And then some, uh, Tom. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's been fantastic. and. I I feel like, you know, there's this perception among some fans that like, oh, everybody's getting triple doubles. DeJounte Murray now leads the league in triple doubles with six. He's the first forever with six triple doubles in a season. By the end of this season, I expect him to tie and pass David uh, for most in Spurs history ever. Uh, It would be really fun if he did that the same night that uh, Pop broke the record. But, you know, I, I I saw two tweets next to each other last night, and I started thinking. Uh, but, you know, DeJounte in this game, 23, 13, 12, and 4. And, I mean, so many plays that stick out. There was one that didn't even show up in that stat line where on a live dribble he flung it from the right wing to the left corner to an open shooter, and it was like, whoa. And then a minute later on a pick and roll with Yak, he jumps in the paint, looks a little lost, but makes a ridiculous midair adjustment and throws a pass that I don't know that I've ever seen before. Not just from DeJounte Murray. I don't know that I've ever seen this pass thrown before. Uh, and he, he just looks special out there, man. Like there's absolutely no denying that he's the leader of this team. Uh, not just with his play, but with everything he does. Um, He's he's been absolutely tremendous this entire year, uh, and efficient too. I mean, two turnovers in this game. Uh, he had a the they they had a Spurs had like a two for one situation at the end of the half, and he came down the floor and and pulled up from twenty eight feet with twenty eight seconds left, and it was wet. Uh, he's balling right now. He's absolutely one hundred percent balling. And you know how I know he's balling? Because people outside of San Antonio are like, yo, he's balling. That's <laughs> when you know. 
When you and, see the and, other accounts being like, whoa, DeJounte Murray is a problem, fire emojis, then it's like, oh, okay. Like yeah, now right. you're listening. Yeah, now you're paying the attention. The agenda grows stronger. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just how easy the game looks for him now. You know the, how the, they always they say every player has that moment where the game slows down for them? I yes. feel that DeJounte obviously is there already. Uh, effortlessly it just makes things look so effortless out there uh, when he's on the court uh, from the passes you mentioned uh, to his ability to get to the rim. Uh, Popovich highlighted this after the win versus the Clippers. I'm going to bring it up here is that as much as, you know, he's phenomenal at the X's and O's and the, and the, and the stats and, and getting those triple doubles for me though, Tom, it is the, the leadership and the decision-making that really yeah. is impressing me the most out uh, of DeJounte, and especially on a team that many thought like, oh, they don't have veteran leadership. Well, technically, Tom, DeJounte is an NBA vet. So I, I think about this a lot um, because the, the first in-person journalisming that I ever did, you were there. Uh, it was two 19-year-olds in that room with you. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them was DeJounte Murray. The other was me. And uh, so I, I think about that kid that night uh, and how far he's come. Uh, and I also think about DeJounte. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, though. <laughs> that like, was a good one. That was a good one. Like, he, uh, that night, uh, I, I remember him responding to a question about what he was going to bring to this team. Uh, and it was like, you know, defense, energy, I'm going to dive on the ball, uh, on, on the floor for loose balls. I'm going to do whatever Greg Popovich wants me to do. Um, and, you know, no jumper. Can can he commit on defense was like the draft night, like, knocks on him. Because uh, he was basically, like, you know, it, the, the Jamal uh, Crawford mold. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously one of his mentors and, you know, similar in the slashing style. But it was like, can he develop the rest of his game? And my God, has he. I mean, but he's done that because he is incredibly down-to-earth, incredibly hardworking, um, and a born leader. I mean, dude just gets after it. He gets it. Uh, he and Pop are in each other's ears all the time. And, you know, when a team needs a big shot, they're going to DeJounte. When they need somebody to pick them up on the defensive end, DeJounte's coming through there like a Beyblade. Uh, like, and and the whole time he gets a triple double in a loss, he's pissed off. Oh, yeah. You know? He's the one you would talk about it. He, he kind of you know, deflects the questions. So, I mean, he's he's been tremendous. He's been a tremendous leader for this team. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, the the void left by the the veterans uh, and and that was intentional, right? Uh, I don't think that Pop would have uh, allowed the roster decisions that were made if he didn't believe that Dejounte Murray was this guy. And Dejounte Murray, through thirty games this year, is showing that he is that guy. Mm. Uh, it's been beautiful to watch, man. It's it's really. Uh, it's really fun to see in a season where, you know, the results have been frustrating. It's a learning process. 
the Spurs know every single night they're going to get DeJounte Murray. And that's really yeah. cool, man. And, and and we forget that he lost an entire season uh, yeah. because of the, uh, the knee injury. So he, he imagine if he had that one, just that one more season under his belt right now, perhaps where he could be uh, this season in his breakout season. I mean, you know, who knows? He could be putting up bigger numbers. I mean, that's just incredible for what he's done. And again, we forget too that he was around, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Mono Ginobili. Uh, Tony Parker. He took the reins from Tony Parker. You know that was his yeah. that was his point guard uh, teacher. Um, he also uh, after the win versus the Clippers, he gave thanks to Kawhi Leonard, saying that it was Kawhi Leonard that urged him to be a great defender. So you have the mentorship of Tony Parker, another mentorship uh, at the defensive end from Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I mean, look what you got. And then you throw in a Demar Derozan. And we talked about this in the big fundamental. You know, you're seeing the mid-range game from Murray uh, this season. Yeah, I, I mean, he's had the the benefit of having some major NBA quality stars at his side early in his career, and now we're seeing the fruits of that. Um, you know, what do you think? I mean, I, I don't know how to phrase this, but Tom, I mean, what do you think he will either get the MIP Most Improved Player Award or? at least be a strong candidate at the end of the day. He, he should be a strong candidate. Um, you know, I, I, I really, the, I think the strongest argument against it is that, uh, last year he was very good as well, but I mean, this year he's averaging, uh, one and a half more rebounds, uh, three more this, uh, more steals, uh, and roughly the same amount of turnovers. Um, shooting a three ball very well. Uh, he's he's at thirty five percent, but he's come on recently uh, and shooting with a ton of confidence. Um, and I mean the defense has always been there. So, I mean you could say how much he how has he improved but the answer to that is he's improved to an all-star level so um i i think that his case is going to be pretty strong you mentioned that that acl injury yeah uh, his second season before that he averaged eight points uh under six rebounds and uh 2.9 assists per game and steal uh and so his playmaking growth since then has been, like you said, the decision-making. Yeah, it's um, been great. Like, it's not just that the game has slowed down for him. It's that, like, he has his hand on the dial of how fast the game goes. Exactly. In every phase. And and when he wants it to go fast, they go fast. When he wants it to go slow, they go slow. Um, but he's he's just, I mean... It's it's like he's in control of the matrix out there. It's it's mastery. It's point guard mastery. It is. It is. It is. And I I look at Dejounte and just to see where he started. You mentioned you know you and I were there with the moment he put on that Spurs draft day cap to now. I mean, who would have thought that this would have been his trajectory? You know, skinny kid. You know, you know, uh, late first round was he like twenty? He was twenty, right? If I remember correctly, twenty nine. 29th, thank you. Yeah, 29th him in the and, first him round. And Derek White, 29th pick back to back yeah. years. And then Keldon. Spurs have yeah. had a pretty good 29th pick. 
Oh, yeah. Imagine what they could do with the top five. But that's for a whole other show on Lockdown Spurs. Hey-oh. Hello. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, just to see where he's come from, I mean, you but Popovich had talked about it after the game versus the Clippers, uh, saying that there was something there about him. Uh, 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 DeJounte even spoke about it, too, when he was asked uh, after the game. Uh, you know, interesting enough, though, Tom, he said that he he's grew as he wants people to realize he's grew as a person not just a basketball player. So, and, and for those of y'all who don't know, I think, uh, and if you don't know, Tom could definitely tell you right now, uh, DeJounte had a pretty rough upbringing, did he? Yeah. I mean, this is a, a kid who grew up around, you know, crime and gang activity and loss and, you know, people he cared about getting incarcerated. And, um, you know, he, uh, he, puts a lot of money on his friend's commissaries and, um, you know, just tries to live his life in a way that, it, you know, uh, acknowledges and honors the fact that he's, he's mm-hmm. come out it's of still a, Yeah. Um, and it's still alive. Like he's just thankful for just right. being alive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a matter of pure survival. I mean, the fact that he's, uh, here on this stage doing this um, is is beautiful for so many reasons that are not basketball. Just to see him have this success um, and be able to, you know, be an example, maybe growing up in similar situations and mm-hmm. um, you know providing some hope. Um, you know, he's he's always been a really positive member of this. Uh, San Antonio community and um you know I think that that's one of the one of the best things about him you could take Absolutely. all the basketball stuff away and uh DeJounte Murray is still going to be uh an inspiration and a, a really wonderful person so um I'm excited to see him have all this success uh and especially because he's one of those people in the Spurs organization that understands uh, that there's stuff out there that's so much bigger than basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that uh, is a leadership quality in and of itself. Absolutely. So a tremendous Absolutely. amount of maturity for the young man. And, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see him continue to grow. Yeah, and I, that that will definitely continue as the Spurs next face the Lakers, which I believe will be on Ken's 5, isn't it, Tom? Yes, sir. Yep, you can watch that over there on Ken's 5 if you're in San Antonio. Uh, so definitely check it out there. Uh, but we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about uh, Jock Landale getting uh, those NBA minutes that you've been desperately uh, crying for? Here they are. Um, what do you think? Uh, you like the trajectory? You like where this is going? What do you think about Drew Eubanks? And the, just the, the big man spot overall as the season progresses. Because Zach Collins will be coming back. And what about DeJounte Murray? What do you have to say about his amazing season this year? We want to hear from you. Tom, tell us everything about what's going on with you at Ken's and the Big Fun, all that good stuff. Oh, man, we're, we're getting after it. Um, it's There's a, a lot to talk about. You and me talked a lot yesterday about why the Spurs are beating great yep. teams like the Jazz and Clippers and losing to – not as good teams like the COVID-addled uh, Hornets and Kings. Yeah. So uh, 
there's a lot there about the big picture of this team. Uh, and uh, got a little uh, alert there. Sorry. Um, All right. No. Uh, so so we are going to continue doing Big Fun Pod. We're going to have Joe on again soon. Um, and I am currently working on the uh, definitive case for DeJounte Murray's all-star bid uh, because, I mean, it's it's what the people are talking about. Uh, it's uh, it's hot in the streets. The agenda is growing. Uh, now I know what that means now, kids. I know what the agenda now means. See, I understand now. Yeah, you get it. Like I get it you now. Know, it's, it's an ambitious agenda, but we're going to get broad support from across uh, the aisle with a whole bunch of NBA fans uh, who are all in agreement that uh, DeJounte Murray is hooping right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make sure to follow Tom on Twitter. Do it right now. At Real Tom Petrini. And yeah, give him a follow. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Kinsfy.com. It's all there. Tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs and it will play Lockdown Spurs. As always, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Spurs got the Lakers next, so go check out Lockdown Lakers. See what's going on with that dumpster fire out in Los Angeles, known as the Los Angeles Lakers. So for Tom Petrini, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Thank you.